Welcome, everyone. Thank you for listening to the Abide Bible Club podcast. If you haven't already, go listen to part one of this conversation I'm having with Laura Booz. Uh, you can watch on YouTube or if you're listening on the podcast, that's great. Uh, but be sure to listen to part one. In this episode, we'll get into talking about her book, Expect Something Beautiful, uh, Finding God's Good Gifts in Motherhood. So, uh, But before that, we want to talk about biblical uh, womanhood. I was reading the magazine Above Rubies, and in this uh, latest edition, uh, Nancy Campbell, who founded it, she wrote, Womanhood and motherhood are belittled in our society today, but this is the opposite of God's plan. He has a glory life waiting for us. It's time to embrace it. What would you say to those who perhaps do not see children as blessings or raising them being a gift and command from God? Hmm. I understand. I mean, we all come into life with our own perception and culture informs us in certain ways that sometimes we don't even see where or how we do not align with God's heart and mind. Um, there are many things on the daily that I am uh, just amazed by that I have been wanting or thinking or um, affirming that when I look in God's word, I see the opposite. Mm. Like I, whenever I remember what his heart and mind really is, his kingdom come and how he's created things, um, I just have to stop and wonder and repent and ask him to give me his heart and mind. So um, there's actually this wonderful quote by C.S. Lewis. I have to dig it up because he wrote about this too. C.S. Lewis, the author of the Chronicles of Narnia. You feel like, wow, that guy really loves children, you know, to write this wonderful series that would really speak to their hearts and give them a vision of Jesus in heaven. Mm -hmm. Um, But, oh, there's this great quote where he talks about like, actually, I haven't always been a fan of children, Mm -hmm. but where I'm not, when I don't like children or I think they're an inconvenience or an annoyance, that's my problem. That's Mm -hmm. like having short-sighted vision. He's Mm -hmm. like, I need to take my thoughts and my preferences and surrender them and submit them to the Lord. Mm -hmm. Um, Just as if I would need my vision corrected so that I could see clearly. It's Mm -hmm. a great quote. (laughs) And I think it's very helpful in all regards, but um, this is a really important topic to ask the Lord, please help me to see this the way you do Mm -hmm. and to search scripture and to observe the world that he has made and how he has made it and to say, okay, how can my um, priorities, my time, my energy, my affections align with yours more? Mm -hmm. And it's very clear throughout scripture, his heart for children, his heart for mothers and fathers and families and um, whole nations to love him and worship him together. Mm-hmm. So uh, as you read, you'll see it and ask him to work in the soil of your heart to bear good fruit with patience. You know, these things can take time, um, especially when there's something that's happened that kind of wounded you in this area. And there's a reason why you have the perspective you do. Um the Holy Spirit can get in there and he mm-hmm. can heal you. He can help you understand your your hurts, your misconceptions, um, the lies that you've come to believe, and he can set them aright so that mm-hmm. your feet are on the ground firmly and you feel right side up. 
Hmm. Uh, so I encourage you to go to him. I have to go to him daily. What's your perspective on my children, Lord? Because I forget. I love them so much. I love motherhood. Um, I wrote a book about motherhood, right? You would be like, wow, she would always have her mindset on how the Lord sees motherhood and children, but I don't. I need him daily to renew my mind, create in me a clean heart, oh God, renew a steadfast spirit in me. So um, I understand and I encourage you to go to the Lord and I will too. Yeah. You mentioned in your book, I remembered a story where you were at your husband's work conference and you had mm-hmm. the stroller and, you know, all the kids and, and you were looking at these, you know, women that didn't have kids and you were kind of like jealous that, you don't they're not struggling with, you know, diapers and this, mm-hmm. but um, I'm sure they thought the same about you saying like, Oh, I wish I could have kids. I wish I could, you know, do that life. Um, there are times when my husband and I are like, Oh, you know, look over at that other family who only has two children and like they have the finances to do these amazing vacations that we can't do or whatever, you know, we're, um, and we all do that. And like you said, people look at us. Oh, look at that. Well, here's the thing. We need to have our hands open to the Lord and trust in the Lord with all our heart. Do not lean on our own understanding in all our ways, acknowledge him and he will direct our paths mm-hmm. so that, um, we are knowing, okay, well, I can't compare my life to other people's, the choices they've made or the choices that have been made for them by the Lord himself or by circumstances or other people. Uh, I must live my life faithfully to what the Lord is calling me to do. Uh, and the, um, I guess I just wanted to speak to this question. I feel like a lot of times people ask me like, can you talk to moms and make it okay for them that they are sacrificing their education, that they are, you know, they might feel like they're, they're squandering some of their gifts or they're um, they don't have their time anymore. Can you like speak to them and make that okay? And I feel like, no, I can't because the whole point of serving the Lord is to say my life for yours Like, I totally surrender, Lord. It is no longer my time. It is no longer my money. It is no longer my education or my career or my accomplishments or my bucket list. It is all yours. And so if you want to fill my time and use my money and my energy and my heart and my soul for these people, these little children that you've given me, then do it. Like, I give it all to you. And if you choose not to, if you have not given me children, but you've called me to go to the tech conference as a tech genius and offer my creativity and my smarts to the world in this way, then I do it with my whole heart. But the whole point of being a Christian is to say, it is no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. And Mm -hmm. every little daily practical move that that affects is all his. How important is it that we embrace and understand biblical womanhood? What does that practically look like? And what scriptures would you recommend? Oh, my goodness. Um, That's a really good question. And there are so many wonderful resources on that topic. Uh, I know Revive Our Hearts has a lot of wonderful, encouraging Mm -hmm. resources. Mm -hmm. Um, I love a resource that aims to say, okay, what's in the Bible only? Let's just see what's in the Bible. Let's not add to that or subtract from it. And I think it's really hard to do in certain topics. And biblical womanhood is one of them. 
it's so hard to like, okay, Holy Spirit, help me to see what is in the Bible about this. Um, but let me see some scriptures that are encouraging. First of all, one that's encouraging to me that I'll share is Isaiah 40 verse 11. <clears throat> this is a prophecy about Jesus. Um, and the context of this is about when he returns triumphantly. You know, he is the victor over sin and death and evil. And he is like, you know, um, the verse before it, Isaiah 40, verse 10 says, behold, the Lord God comes with might and his arm rules for him. Behold, his reward is with him and his recompense before him. And you picture this warrior just like, you know, doing his warrior lap, his victory lap around the globe and his reward is with him. And what would that be? Well, the next, <clears throat> excuse me, the next verse tells us, it says, he will tend his flock like a shepherd. He will gather the lambs in his arms. He will carry them in his bosom and gently lead those that are with young. Mm. I love this verse because <laughs> uh, it is about Jesus. He is that good shepherd who has, ha, who has made, who has won over all death and sin and evil. And who's by his side? The mothers, the mama yous. That is any mother, you, Mary, and me, and any woman who has taken another under their wing and mothered them, and who's in his arms, but those children himself, those people that we care about so much, discipling them and nurturing them um, and leading them in the ways of the Lord. We're right up by his side, not because we're more needy or more special than anybody else, but because as mothers, we're giving of our very souls and our very bodies to bring life to others. So you feel like, I mean, we, I think about how an actual shepherd cares for his nursing ewes, those mama ewes. And you can look it up, you Google it, and you find out that a shepherd will make sure that his mother's sheep are having nutrient-dense food, cool, clear water, beautiful pastures to rest in. He's keeping them close by his side so he can protect them from their enemies and guide them along a path that is good for them and holding their little ones close to his heart. You know, there are many times in motherhood where I feel like oh, this is not answering your question, but I just want to say <laughs> where I feel like I love my child so much and I want to get in there and make things right for them inside their soul, right inside their thoughts. I wish I could set things right for them, but I cannot but the times when I feel that distance between me and my child, I can know that Jesus is even closer to them. He is holding them heart to heart and mm. guiding them along and leading them and leading me as their mom. So at any rate, when it comes to biblical womanhood, I think this verse is so beautiful and it casts a vision for me as a woman to offer myself as a life giver to my biological children, yes, but also to spiritual children, um, mm. anyone that the Lord may bring in my path who I may give life to and encourage on and cheer on. Uh, it's so, so valuable. Mm. Um, yeah, so that's one that is very meaningful to me that I think isn't always used as kind of like a biblical womanhood verse. Right. But um, to me, it is very full of hope and shows us Jesus's heart and how important he sees women, mothers, and their children. I always think of First Peter 3, which I, a lot of women probably know 
First Peter 3, 3 and 4. Uh, do not let your adorning be external, the braiding of hair and the putting on of gold jewelry or the clothing you wear. But let your adorning be the hidden person of the heart with the imperishable beauty of a gentle and quiet spirit, which in God's sight is very precious. And I know mm-hmm. for me, I um, it's it's easy to be prideful and to be loud and to draw attention to ourselves in ways that probably are um you know, just for self-gain and not for any fruit uh, bearing. Um, But it's a constant reminder, like Jesus was humble and we need to be like the lamb with, you know, Mm -hmm. um, like that verse that you were uh, referencing, um, the hidden person of the heart and an imperishable beauty of a gentle and quiet spirit, which is very precious in God's sight. Um, Mm -hmm. I have always turned to that verse um, often, but I still, I'm not perfect at it either. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, But just as I look ahead to motherhood someday, just like it is humility and just, you know, your, your life's completely changed and just being content with where God has you and to be used for his glory in that um, long, uh, strenuous uh, season of your life. Before we get into your book, I'll just do one question before uh, a friend submitted it and they want to remain anonymous. But uh, she asked, what was the most helpful thing you did during your single years to prepare for motherhood? Any time I walked with the Lord. Anytime I turned to him in his word, in prayer was gold, (laughs) was worth it, was worth it for that moment. But then also building my relationship with him, my trust in him, um, my understanding of his ways. So step by step, day by day, anytime I made that choice and received his grace to walk with him, was a good day. Mm-hmm. And um, I can't even fathom how it has benefited my experience as a mom. Because, you know, whether it was prayers I prayed, work that God did in my heart during those years, um, to heal things that were hurt, to convict me of sin, to teach me of his good heart, to fill me with the fruit of his spirit, um, just all was in, was good for the moment, as I said, and then also valuable, valuable preparation for the days of loving and discipling my children. Mm. Um, I think if I could go back and do anything differently, it would just to be dig in more, mm. you know, to ask him where, where am I hurt? Where do I need your healing touch? Where do I need to repent of sin? How can I grow in character? How can I exalt you, Lord, more? How can I glorify you um, and love you and enjoy you? How can I obey you? You know, what else? Give me another command to obey. Like, I'm in, Lord. I love this. I love your commandments. I love to obey them. Please fill me with your Holy Spirit so that I can. Um, Just walking with him like that, it's just the way to go. Mm. That's really good. And I'm sure all women could do that too, just to become better yep. uh, daughters. <laughs> were there any like books you read maybe, or you said when you were young, you knew mm-hmm. like homeschooling or like you were already thinking about raising, you know, kids. Um, was, was there something else 
maybe to add to, you know, your journey with the Lord uh, that helped you? Yeah, um, I was telling Mari that I felt called to homeschool as a child. Like it's as if, you know, you feel called to be a missionary to China. I felt like it was on my heart and um, the Lord just kind of led me step by step. And I have seen him prepare me and help me uh, do that work that he's called me to do. So very early on, I can't remember if I was single, though, when I was reading this stuff, but definitely in early marriage, um, I started like reading all the good books that people would recommend um, for the children's sake and uh, reading about Charlotte Mason and um, oh, now there's so, so much good material uh, there's a writer, her name is Sarah McKenzie, and she has the read aloud revival and she really encourages parents to read aloud to their children. Uh, and, oh, and looking for women who are living the way you hope to someday. Mm-hmm. Um, they will probably be very busy and <laughs> all, you know, like they are doing their work that you're hoping to do someday. So the best thing you can do is say like, can I help you? <laughs> can I come alongside of you? Um, and just watch how you do this and what you're doing. Uh, can I pray for you? Mm-hmm. Um, I learned so much from good friends who were about 10 years further down the road. Uh, we would just have a friendship, you know, so if they were going for a walk to exercise, I would be like, I want to come. And so, you know, you go on that walk together and you just listen. Like what's Mm -hmm. going on? How are they concerned about their children and how are they praying through that? Or Mm -hmm. how are they planning Christmas uh, festivities? What do they do? You know, just (laughs) listening and tuning in and being a friend. um, Mm -hmm. All of that, I know, shaped how I'm mother today. Mm -hmm. And the Lord actually gave me a wonderful neighbor at that time. Her name is Lois. And she just took me under her wing. Her children... Like when I was just having babies, her children were like in their teen years Mm -hmm. and she did not have time to do this. I don't know how she did it. And I pray that I can do it someday for someone. (laughs) But um, I remember just like I would just take my little baby for a walk and just show up at her door in the middle of the day. And she would act like she was homeschooling her kids, too. She would act like they had nothing better to do than to be like, oh, come on in. Like, (laughs) She would just sit on the couch and chat with me. And um, she discipled me, gave me so many wonderful resources over the years, mm-hmm. you know, from her own bookshelf. And then um, she introduced me to Above Rubies and mm-hmm. uh, a lot of the different resources that have come from the authors, you know, who write for Above Ruby, Rubies. Just They're just so encouraging. Mm-hmm. They make me smile. Um, so, yeah, I, I guess just kind of living open-handed. Yeah. The Lord knows what he has called you to. It's going to be a surprise to you, but it's not a surprise to him. So if you live like, okay, Lord, drop the resources in my lap. Like, (laughs) what should I be reading? Who should Mm -hmm. I be talking to? Direct my path. Mm -hmm. And then it's just this wonderful experience of like walking through this, this road, you know, like Mm -hmm. I'm always, I don't know. That's how he operates for me anyway. I don't know if everybody has this experience, but when I'm open to him, like, okay, Lord, teach me. He does <laughs> so fast. He's like, oh, good. Glad you asked. 
And suddenly I feel like, oh, this topic is everywhere. (laughs) The sermon is on that topic. You know, like it's in a song and the book comes my way. Like I've had a book on my bookshelf for all these years and I've never read it. And suddenly it's like glowing, you know, like, (laughs) and I take it off the shelf and I'm like, what? (laughs) I can't believe this. So yeah, just let the Lord guide you and prepare you for the work that he Mm -hmm. has for you in the future. Yeah. Um, get curious and, and learn what, what, what is your, what is he stirring in you and dig in. Yeah. And going back to above rubies, it's a free subscription. I'm sure a lot of people know it, at least in the homeschool circles, but, uh, it helps me just to understand more because I'm not at that point in my life. It's not just motherhood, but for the most part it is or homeschooling or, um, just, being uh, feminine for the Lord and how it brings God glory. And another resource is right here. <laughs> um, perfect transition. Um, so Laura wrote this book, uh, Expect Something Beautiful, Finding God's Good Gifts in Motherhood. She also has a podcast called Expect Something Beautiful. But I want you, Laura, to give a summary of your book. It says at the top in the back here, is motherhood only about self-sacrifice or is unexpected beauty waiting to be discovered? So in your own words, how would you pitch the book to anyone listening out there? Yes, I know I'm supposed to be good at this by now, but it's something that's always a challenge to me. But let me see. Okay, so um, my hope is that the person who reads this book gains some practical, like in the moment encouragement and vision for motherhood and all the different seasons, um, the, the joys and then the sorrows and the path that a person walks as they go through motherhood. Uh, I don't want it just to be like a bunch of really beautiful ideas. I want, I'm hoping that each reader is like, okay, there's a little nugget that actually changes my day. Mm-hmm. Um, but then at the same time to realize that the beautiful thing that you can expect in motherhood is not mother culture. It's not your precious children that you'll take so many pictures of. Uh, it's not how people uh, talk about it on Instagram or show their beautiful living room or Easter pictures. I can't guarantee that. I hope you have lots of beautiful, wonderful photos and moments with your kids and motherhood is beautiful to you. But what I can guarantee will be the beautiful thing in motherhood is that Jesus will be with you mm-hmm. every day, every night as a real person. Um, he will be with you to support you and comfort you and guide you. Every time you call out for wisdom, he will give that wisdom to you uh, and he will lead you along your motherhood path. That will be the beautiful thing in motherhood. Mm. You can't guarantee the choices that your child will make someday or how life will turn out for them. Mm -hmm. But I know beyond a shadow of a doubt that if you call for him, Jesus will be with you. I know that as you walk with him, he will show you all the fruit of his spirit. He will be love for you and joy. Even on the days when you feel joyless, Mm -hmm. he will have patience with you. When you feel so impatient with your children, (laughs) he will be kind and gentle and faithful to you. When you see the lack of all of that in your life. And as a mother, we, we see that so readily all of a sudden, like, Oh my goodness. 
I can't believe all of the virtues that I lack Mm. (laughs) because I want them, but uh, it's very hard for me to conjure them up. Mm -hmm. Well, Jesus has them fully and will be all those things for you. And then as you walk with him, he will also help you to grow in those things. Mm. I just want moms to look back and realize all these years of walking with the Lord, I can see what he has done in me. Mm -hmm. I can see that he has produced good fruit. Mm -hmm. Am I perfect? No, but I can see that the Lord himself has been with me and he has been at work. So the book is just kind of a walk through my own motherhood experience. um, And also hopefully trying to be generous with what I've learned of the Lord's good heart and encourage you to look to him in your own motherhood journey too. Mm, What do you think, Mari? Does that (laughs) represent what you read? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that kind of touches the next question also, like what, what are the good gifts of motherhood and why do we need them? Yeah. So the book is divided into two sections. And in the first section, I talk about the essentials of motherhood. You know, when you go to a baby shower, the person registers for like the essentials, like you (laughs) need like the high chair and the onesies and the diapers. And then the other stuff is like, you know, extra. Well, the essentials of motherhood is to have ironclad trust in God's promises Mm -hmm. and to be knowing and reading his word regularly probably not to the same extent that you did when you, before children, when you had your highlighters and pens and pencils and, you know, took all the notes and did the Bible study that changes and shifts. And, um, it's just different in motherhood, but to figure out, okay, how can I be regularly consuming his word, um, season to season to ask Mm -hmm. God for wisdom in that and prayer, another essential for a mom to make sure that her, is that she can pour out her heart to the Lord at any time because he Mm. cares for her. Mm -hmm. That is a precious verse to me. I think that's Psalm 62, eight, pour out your heart to the Lord. Oh, people, because he cares for you. That has been a, um, a key verse for me in motherhood. So those are the essentials. And then the second part is going through each of the fruit of the spirit. And kind of like in my motherhood journey where I needed it (laughs) um, and the Lord showed up and showed me how he is that fruit of the spirit and also Mm -hmm. how I can keep growing in that fruit of the spirit Mm -hmm. through motherhood. So those are the things like love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and Mm -hmm. self-control. Wonderful, wonderful gifts to Mm -hmm. ask the Lord to grow in us. At the end of the book, you talk about how... One of the gifts are countless opportunities to worship him. Can you share how you do that day to day um, to help any moms out there who are probably not wanting to worship God right now and they're just tired and overwhelmed? Uh, What would you say to them? Well, a key verse for me in motherhood and in life in general, but I've really seen it play out is um, Psalm 90 verse 17. So this is the verse. It says, let the favor of the Lord, our God be upon us and establish the work of our hands upon us. Yes. Establish the work of our hands. Hmm. That is a regular prayer of mine that Hmm. God himself would establish the work of my hands. And then as I go throughout my day as a mother, I am able to see that he is establishing the work that I'm doing. And by doing it, it's, it takes on this whole eternal worth that I couldn't see before. Mm-hmm. So whether it's something as, 
beautifully divine and important as like a heart to heart conversation with my teenager Mm. where I feel like, oh, I'm really pouring into her right now and she's receiving what I'm saying and this is beautiful and good. Mm -hmm. Or like, you know, I just made pumpkin pancakes with homemade whipped cream. I'm so happy. Everything's going great. And then my daughter drops the bowl of homemade whipped cream all over the Mm -hmm. floor and glasses shattered everywhere. And the work that God has established for me in that moment is just to kneel down and clean that broken glass up mm-hmm. or to change another diaper or to work through an attitude problem in another child, right? All of those things too, I see like, well, I asked the Lord to establish the work of my hands for me. Mm-hmm. And if this is here right now in my moment, this is him. This mm-hmm. is the Lord saying, this is what I want you to do right now. Mm-hmm. So it helps me. It helps me yeah. to offer it to him. Um, with a more worshipful heart. Mm. Uh, Other little practical things, it helps me to sing. It helps me to be playing worship music, you know, that like totally reminds me. I can get so muddled down in the tasks and the here and now and the hard challenge. But worship music, boom, all of a sudden I remember this great God who has given me life Mm. and this wonderful, beautiful work to do. Yeah. Another thing that helps me... um, to be worshipful throughout motherhood is keeping a gratitude journal. Mm. And for me, I have to keep it open on my dresser. (laughs) Like I can't tuck it away and remember to pull it out. It's open on my dresser with a pen right there Mm -hmm. so that throughout the day I can jot things down. Little things, big things. Uh, It's a game changer for me. Mm. It really does set my mind on the Lord and Mm. help me to be so grateful for the life I'm living and to stop complaining about it or seeing the hard thing or whatever. It, instead, I'm remembering what a gift this life is from our good God. What scripture helps you abide in Christ, if you have any others? Okay, John 14. Jesus said, if you love me, keep my commandments. Like, it's just part of love. Loving him is knowing his word and obeying it, walking in the light of it. Um, Oh, this this is so good. Okay. He says, all of John 14 is great. (laughs) And then tucked in there is, if you love me, you will keep my commandments and I will ask the father and he will give you another helper to be with you forever. Even the spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive because it neither sees him nor knows him. You know him for he dwells with you and will be Mm -hmm. in you. That helps me to abide in Christ. As I obey his commandments, I know the Holy Spirit is in me, working in me. Uh, It's amazing. (laughs) That's amazing. The Holy Spirit of God would dwell in me, abide in me as I abide in him. Uh, And uh, yeah, it's, it's just incredible and so kind of God to send us that comfort and help. Yeah. He's very intimate and personal, and you can't find that anywhere else. And we could take that for granted. So it's something to write in the grateful journal that you have. Um, But Laura, thank you so much for being with us. Um, How can people find you or get connected with you if they want this book, maybe for a Mother's Day gift? Um, Where can they find you? Yes. Oh, I would love for you to read the book. I would love for you to give it to a new mom, a mom who needs some encouragement. She's been at it a long time, a foster adoptive mom, um, 
a grandmother, like I've heard from moms in every season of life and they have said, I love this book. (laughs) So that just brings joy to my heart. And I hope that you love it and read it too and share it with someone that you know. You can find me at lauraboos.com. That's my like main website. Uh, I also pop on social media, Instagram and Facebook mostly. Um, I'm not very active as far as like comments and things go, because as I said, like lion's share of my time and attention is like with my kids and my husband person. <laughs> so, but I do try to like um, post the things that you would want to know about, like a new podcast episode or, um, you know, something helpful about motherhood or about walking with the Lord or just being a person. Um, I do try to post those things now and then. So you can look for me in those places um, and please pray for me when I come to mind. Um, when you see my book sitting there, I would love for you to pray for me. That would mean so much to me. Yeah. How can, how can we pray for you right now? Is that okay? (laughs) Oh, um, just in every way (laughs) to know the Lord's will for my life and to love him and obey him. Mm. That would be great. Yeah. Can we pray for you right now? If that's all right. (laughs) Sure. Uh, (laughs) Love it. Thank you. Um, Lord, thank you for this uh, podcast. Thank you for Laura and just gifting her with um, writing this book and just gifting her with the spirit of just kindness and joy to be able to share her motherhood experiences with those who are listening or watching. Um, Be with her and her family as she continues to teach them and love on them and just help them grow as your disciples, Lord. Um, Just help her obey. Just help her... um, just follow in the footsteps that you want her to follow. Um, thank you for just her willingness to share our morning together. And um, may this podcast touch and uh, bless people. <clears throat> and uh, may you continue to uh, use this book in myriads of ways to um, just point people back to you and uh, what you've commanded uh, as biblical women, as moms. Um, so, Lord, thank you just for your goodness and your faithfulness in her life and just having her be with us today. Thank you for the fellowship and our conversation. We hope it glorified you today and thank you for all of who you are being that shepherd um, who's holding us close as moms out there are holding their little ones close. Thank you for your compassion and your love. In Jesus name we pray. Amen. 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 Well, thank you, Laura, for being here. And um, again, this is what the book looks like. It's orange and bright and beautiful. And um, I encourage everyone to read it, even if you're not a mom yet. It encouraged me and just helped me see uh, motherhood in a different way. Any last final words, Laura, to our listeners? Oh, God bless you and keep you. May he make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. May he lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. I love thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. Mm-hmm. And thank you for listening. And uh, as as always, we are on abideclub.wordpress.com if you want to stay in touch and learn more about our next episodes and to submit questions to those guests as well. Um, and our Monday Motivation devotional videos, uh, we would love for you to keep in touch with us on, on social media or on that website. Um, but thank you all for listening. And thank you, Laura, for spending your time with us. Oh, thank you.